0: practical down to earth and full of wisdom and will refresh energize and bring healing to your body and soul listen to the word of God hallelujah this morning put your hand together this is the attempted to clap or um, it is One of the Well, I mean Today is the last day of Our time of fasting and prayer How many fasted and prayed? How many tried? How many didn't try? You are also around But this morning before we share anything I want us to do something special um, You see as you look around, quite a number of our, our, our friends are not here, you know. And um, you don't have power to bring the person. If you did, you'd have brought the person. You don't have the you can't go out of your house to somebody's house and catch the person and bring him. I mean some people cry they dodge. One one member was hiding a cocoa sack. One went up into the ceiling to dodge the people coming to catch him to church. One opened the window, jumped out, climbed the wall and you know, you you don't have the power to bring them to church. Are you with me? You don't have that power. Because when somebody a young man wants to escape he will escape. And I'm sure some of you were like that once, once some time ago. You escaped. You didn't come. But the power we have, which we have used for the past two weeks is the power of prayer. Yeah. And if you use that power, you will see the results. Many of us don't pray enough. And when you do pray, you are praying for things that don't concern eternity. You are praying for things which are passing, which are based on your fancy and your current situation. But when we pray, As the Lord leads us and guides us, those prayers, as as James 5 says, they are very effective. They are very, they avail much, they make a big difference, those prayers, when we pray in line with God's will, hallelujah. And so this morning, do me a favor for just one minute before we start our service, lay a hand on some chairs around you and summon those people to come people who should be here but they are not here believe that your prayer marks and makes a difference believe that as you pray right now somebody spirit is being touched somewhere by the holy spirit we want to bible says in james chapter 1 angels they are ministering spirits that means that they are people you can send angels are spirits who are to serve we who are the heirs of salvation and that is their real duty. That they work for us. And so, send. And, and you see, if you have a houseboy or a housegirl, and you there, madam, you are still using the, what's it called? To make tomatoes, to, to grind tomatoes. And there's a housegirl standing by there. Well, what is the use? And you are paying her. No, 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 no. Tell somebody, it's time to eat. Use our servants. Tell somebody it's time. It's time to call on our servants to run an errand for us. And I want you to lay a hand. And if you don't believe, just sit down and wait for us to finish. Because I believe that our prayer makes a difference. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. That every prayer we pray is heard in heaven. And God that's why we are here on Sunday in the first place because we believe that God hears and God answers so lay hands on some chairs around you and say I summon you I call you out of your bed out of your laziness out of your slackness I'm calling you if you know the names of those who sit around you call them to you say I'm summoning you out come in. prepare yourself and come to church it's not too late make the next service make the third service wherever it is but rise out of your dormancy. Rise out of your laziness. Rise out of your situation. Because as you are there, your heart is strained and going further and further away from the Lord. As you lie in your bed, you are becoming more and more used to the, 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 the slack life. And you are no longer being inspired to be a good Christian. I want you to lay hands on that future and pray. Listen. Listen, this is church. here we pray. This is what we do. Just lay hands and pray, shoutty and the Lord, summon them from their places. I don't I don't permit them to backslide. I don't accept that these guys are going to just be sitting down quietly in their homes and gradually gradually lose their salvation, lose their faith, lose their love for God, and just slide out into hell. not at all. Lord, the seed you have planted in them shall not perish. That seed shall not perish. It shall be stirred up. It shall be stirred up. In the name of Jesus. And please, I cannot hear you at all. Lift your voice also. Lift your voice also and pray, Lord, let there be salvation. Let there be a changing of lives. Let there be a turning around. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Uh, touch lives, oh God. Even those who are hoping they are beds Lord, you know no distance. You know no space. You know no uh, that is out of your reach. Let your mighty upraised hand be uh, stretched right now to touch somebody in their bedroom. Let their hearts be stirred. Angels uh, stand by somebody and remind him, remind him that you owe God something for saving you. You owe God something that He has pulled you out of darkness into light. You owe God something. God has sticked. God has called you out and He has saved you and you too you should save somebody else. I am certain that we have some family members, loved ones who are not saved. I'm certain it is rare that a whole family from head to toe, left to right is saved. We always have somebody who is not saved and though we have tried that person hasn't yet given his life to Jesus. I want you to pray one more prayer this morning. That Lord, as I pray that you touch somebody, let my relatives My son, my daughter, my father, my husband, my mother. Let that person also be affected by the word. As I call somebody out of darkness, let my father also be called out of darkness. Whatever I do for somebody, let it be done for my loved ones. Pray this prayer very quickly right now. And as you pray, remember your your relatives, your loved ones who are not yet born again. Remember them. Shall we pray? and those ones call them by name you know a relative, a friend a close, uh, a companion who is not born again, who is not given to Christ, pray hard this morning, that Lord let this person rise up, let him also see salvation, a real salvation, let him be turned around, let him be turned around let his life be changed lift your voice and begin to pray, and this one lift your hand to heaven and say Lord see me, I'm praying Lord see me I'm praying for my friends, I'm praying for my relatives I'm praying for my brother, I'm praying for my sister For my husband, for my wife, for my son, for my daughter I'm praying, Lord, that you save them Let there be a total salvation in my family Let no member of my family die and perish and go out Let me, as a priest, bring a light into my house Let that light shine bright Let it shine bright, yes, Lord lift your hand and pray this morning lift your hand lift your voice lift your hand and lift your voice Father, thank you that you sent your Son, that none perish, but all men come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Thank you that you so loved the whole world that you gave your only begotten Son. And Lord, thank you that as you sent him, Likewise, He sends us, powered by the Holy Spirit, to go out and do likewise. As Jesus came to seek and to save the lost, may we also have a similar heart and a similar mind and help us, help us, O Lord, that our lives, while we are alive on this earth, will make a difference. Thank you so very, very much in Jesus' name. And all that say today, Amen. Amen. Put your hands together this morning. And you may be seated. This morning we are, we are, we have been talking about how great it is to serve the Lord. But I'm making a deviation this morning to preach about something very, very important that I feel the Lord wants me to, bring up and that is about loyalty amen amen and you see some don't even know what it means and some are just puzzled why because it is one of the most important things that we must do loyalty and disloyalty is what it is what um, Judas did to Jesus. The, the best example of disloyalty is Judas. Amen? Yeah? And and how many want to be Judas? How many want your son, I mean, when you have your next born, first born, you call him Judas? You don't call him Judas. You know, there's a very beautiful name that's, I mean, is is good to have is a name that means so much it's a name that god gave to one of his angels the name is lucifer it's a very beautiful name the morning star how many want to give their next daughter you call her lucifer lulu Uh, or or sissy because lucifer is we don't like those names because of who they represents And they represent the height of betrayal. It is the most, the highest level of wickedness is is to turn against those who have supported you. And that is why just recently in Accra, the coup plotters who were tried, I don't know how long they've been tried for, but they were found guilty and six of them have been sentenced to death by hanging. Amen. Because they betrayed their country and they went against the welfare of their country and so this morning I want us to understand that lo- disloyalty or, or treachery is the worst thing that you can have hallelujah First Corinthians chapter 4 verse 2 it says and it is required of a steward or a servant or a, a worker or a child that what a man be found faithful faithful is loyal look how many are not married yet okay and how many are married i will tell you in your searching for marriage or being married you will find that beauty is not important yeah when you are a child you will say oh i want a beautiful girl I want a girl with a Coca-Cola sheep body. I want a man with broad shoulders. He must be tall. And he cannot have a... His voice cannot be like this. I mean, a man... No, no, no. He must have a deep voice. Yeah. And that is the kind of man we like, you know. And if his stomach is not... is like this. No, 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 no. Maybe later in life. But at the beginning, it must be... A, or am I not saying the right thing? That is how we might... But you see, those men, they're not correct... Big Bobo, we know him very well. We know him very well. He's not correct at all. You will discover that beauty, what does Proverbs say? Beauty is vain. Beauty is vain. The most important quality you will need in a husband or a wife or a friend or a, uh, a worker. I mean, the, the young lady cooking in your kitchen where you are not there don't you think you need loyalty more than beauty the one who is cooking one one young man secondary school he he sent a young boy to go and fetch him water to drink after beating the boy Tell me, you know you should be careful who you said after beating the boy he sent him to go and bring water and the boy went to bring water when he was coming he spat into the water he <laughs> <laughs> <So laughs> really. didn't no, spat so no, no, no. he spat into the water Luckily, somebody saw him spitting. And you see, th- this is what happens. Are, are you listening to me? Yeah. This is what happens when somebody is close to you, but not loyal to you. It is a destruction and a destroying of everything. And that is why one of the most important qualities we, we need to have in, in our Christianity is loyalty. And in our church is Loyalty. amen Amen. now listen carefully when a church starts in a small church um what you'll notice is almost everybody is loyal because in a small church there's no beauty there's nothing to bring in people who are not sincere what, what draws you in a small church is probably the, real, the sincerity of the pastor or your genuine love for him. And so many churches, uh, are you here? Many churches, when they start at the beginning, they are full of real committed members who really are serious and really want to help the church and they have really come to give their lives for God. That's how it starts. But along the way, along the way, what happens is something creeps in. And that something is disloyalty. Hallelujah. And most of us will recognize that though you are trying to do good, you find that you can easily make a mistake and do bad. Because sin is, it was uh, Genesis chapter 4, Genesis 4, 7. Genesis 4, 7. Because uh, sin is is always waiting. It's always waiting, waiting to catch somebody. Yeah. I mean, you can be... Let me see. Sin lieth at the door. Like a mosquito. You have built a house. Put windows. Put beglau proof. Put mosquito nets to keep out mosquitoes. But every time you open your door, three enter with you. True or not true? How many have seen them entering as you are going in? I mean, you have put mosquito net across the whole house. Expensive bill. But when you open the door to enter, then three going with you. Now they are with you in the house, biting you every night. Sin is, we have put our barriers to keep sin out of our churches, out of our lives. But it's waiting. It's just crouching at the door, waiting for a chance. Enter into our circum- circles into our lives. yeah And that is how the devil is also. This loyalty it is, it is it's not here, but it's always waiting for a chance to enter into our lives, into our hearts. And you find that many of us, we are very loyal at the beginning until something begins to change inside you. Hallelujah. I didn't hear a good amen. Amen. And that is our battle today. Because we begin as very loyal people but disloyalty sets in. And it begins to spoil the church from within. Because the way the church is built, it's very hard to spoil it from outside. It's very, very difficult. The church the more they attack us, the stronger we become. Because the more you are under pressure, what do you do when you are under pressure? Uh, what do you do under, under pressure? You pray. Yeah. When you are going home, then you see a man holding a knife running after you. You start a prayer meeting there and then. You didn't come for a prayer meeting, you didn't come for the prayer and fasting. But when you see a man, Jessica, chasing you with a knife, you start praying, oh God, Holy Spirit, angels. You will you begin to pray. Yeah, so, so attacks from outside don't worry us at all. They make us stronger. And they make us more aware of ourselves as a family. It's the attacks from within. It's the one within, here with us, the fifth column. That is what is the biggest problem we face as, as, as Christians. Hallelujah. And this morning, I want us to tell somebody we need to fight disloyalty. You didn't say it well at all. You didn't say it. We need to fight disloyalty. I, I cannot hear, I didn't hear anybody. Isabella, I didn't hear you at all. I can't, I mean, you, you, I didn't see any fire in your fights. Tell somebody we need to fight disloyalty. We need to drive it out of our house. Otherwise, you can't relax. Otherwise, you can't chat with anybody. Hey! When you see someone say look, yesterday I had a feeling. And you are just speaking to your brother and sister about your natural feelings. Before you are aware on Facebook, this girl has feelings all the time. Before you are aware, you are famous in the world as somebody who is giving having feelings and boys are feeling you, you are feeling hey. Because of saying something to the wrong person. And, And and see. Where again can we talk? Where can you share your... How many have trials and temptations that are very serious? You have some trial power. And how many have nobody who understands what it is that you see are poor but you don't want to look? How many understand what it is that you see a man holding money and you need money but in the left hand are condoms? you don't understand what I'm talking about. You understand? He's holding money you need. I mean, this money, if I get, I'll not go and buy dress or shoe. I'm paying school fees, paying rent, paying my mother's hospital bill. This money is money well needed for a good purpose. And the man is holding it lightly, stretching towards you, but in the left hand, uh, uh, what condoms? Champion condoms or what? I mean, what do you do? Many will say, oh, take the two. Other people outside. They'll say, Charlie, this one, look, do it fast and let him go away. But the money will make change. They don't understand what it means to be tempted. No, no, no. They don't understand what it means that you say I'm lonely. I want to marry, but the boy looking at me, he doesn't come to church. What should I do? Many will say, just marry him and then live your life. But it takes a are you listening to me? It takes a person of like faith who will understand how you feel. A person who is of a similar mind. And the person that person is often with you in your Christian circumstances. If now the person sitting by you is Orangu. The person by you is the person whose mouth is like boiler pits waiting to find I apport to release it. As you are speaking and saying that, Charlie, I have something. The person is dialing her number. Hey, breaking news. Wait, wait till you hear. Something is coming. And that, uh, you are the one to be discussed. Amen. And that is why we need to build a church that is based on loyalty. Hallelujah. I didn't hear a good amen. Tell so, neighbor, you need to be loyal to me no, no, you you see, you don't, you're not serious use your finger and point at me by you you, you, you need to be loyal to me you need to stand by me you need to support me you need to be with me you cannot tell, Mr. Ma, you say some hey, oh you don't mind you don't mind betrayals by you tell your brother you need to support me the day I fall down and my everything comes out, you must quickly cover it than to say, she, 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 baby, you must quickly run and cover it. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, listen carefully. This disloyalty that we are talking about, it doesn't come like a big tree. It comes. It comes small, small. Amen. It comes small, small. It doesn't come at once no 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 disease no sickness few bad things come at once even a big fire that is burning a whole house down it begins often in a small cable in a small gas cylinder in a small corner of the house where it can be easily put out most fires begin like that a few with an explosion that destroys the house a few Many fires, a small oil, a small pan, a small pot, a small corner cable wire. And that small wire, if you were there to see it burning, oh, just remove a broom and kill the fire and you have saved the house. Just remove some water and pour it on and you have saved the house. But because no one was there, a little fire that was burning took hold and went out of control. I mean, those who fall into fornication, few rise up and say, I'm going to fornicate. Oh no. They just went there. And a the little finger that touched your shoulder and you didn't run away. Oh, you don't understand what I'm talking about. A, a what? A finger that touched your way? Shoulder. And then rubbed small. That little touch that you didn't say, excuse me, brother. I have to go and we, we, I'm coming. And you sat there and said, oh, joy, 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 joy. That is what took you into pregnancy and into other troubles. Amen. One day I was in church, then they told me that my church member has just died. I said, oh, nice girl, 17 or 18 years old. Why? Why did she die? do you know why she died. Through an abortion. Somebody robbed her. And then she followed him into the logical conclusion. James chapter 1, things often begin as, as little things. Okay, little things. But they grow. They grow. And they keep growing until they become what you never thought it would be. That is why many diseases, when they are caught early in your life, you are easily cured, But when it's allowed to keep growing becomes a, a death killer One fourteen. but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lusts and enticed 15 and when lusts has conceived it brings forth sin and look at this and sin when it is finished when you are doing sins, most most small you think it is nothing watching pornography Going out with boys, smoking jots, small, small. You think it's nothing, but sin, when it is finished, brings forth death. That's where come we have the abortion leads to death, madness leads to death, all these kind of crimes. Small pickpocketing leads to armed robbery, leads to death. And in the same manner, disloyalty. Are you listening to me? It begins small, small in our lives, but it grows and leads to death hallelujah and this morning we are talking about disloyalty amen and how it starts in our lives amen father let these words be received with thankfulness in our hearts let these words change us and make a difference and cause us to rise up and become exactly who you want us to be in this house thank you in jesus name amen the first stage the first starting point of disloyalty is independence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are eight stages of disloyalty. There are eight levels where it starts from and it grows and grows and grows. And the first stage, the beginning of disloyalty in all our lives is called the independent stage. I wish you write it down. Independent stage and, and make a note of it. Those who don't have the book or don't know this, those who even have the book, they don't read it. And those who know have forgotten it. So it's good to write it down at this time. It's the independent stage. Now, independent stage is the stage where I am independent of you. Ghana and Togo, we share borders and we are side by side and we even share tribes. We have EOS who are Ghanian and EOS who are Togolese. And they are just go back and forth. I had a friend who lives in uh, Aflao. He says they go back and forth like that. It's just one country with a line between. But there are two countries, actually. And what, what happens is, these two countries are different. Togo is Togo and Ghana is Ghana. So what happens in Togo doesn't affect us. If today Togo declare a national holiday, Ghana, will you stay home? What will you do? Go to work. Why? It doesn't concern you. What they are doing is what they are doing, and what we are doing it doesn't concern us. When to go? Rise up and say petrol is now free. Can you go to the total here and say, "Hey, massa, petrol is free." bumami me. Can you go there like that? Why not? Togo is free. By but, but what? Ghana is not free. You can't just uh, uh, do what they do there and say to affect me here. So, independent stage is where somebody is not affected by what is being, what is happening in other places. Now, listen, it doesn't matter as long as we are not related. But when we are together in the same body, in the same family, then your independence becomes a major problem. Amen. If you were to live in your own house at uh, uh, Santasi, and I live in my own house, in my own church, in my own family, at Inchaiso or Patasi or anywhere, no problem. Be independent. Pound when and eat, drink, uh, 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 whatever. It doesn't matter. But when we all become residents in the same family, in the same house, then it becomes a problem that you are independent and nobody can control you or ask you to do anything because now we are supposed to be one family. Amen. And, and you see, this, this independence, it doesn't end here, but it grows and grows and grows until like James 1.15, the end of sin is death and and listen carefully the end of all disloyalty is death the final stage of disloyalty is execution absalom rebelled against his father he died joab rebelled against david he died judas rebelled against jesus he died. Lucifer rebelled against God. He has been condemned to death. Adam rebelled against God when he followed the snake's advice. He was condemned to die, and he has died. So, listen, independence, disloyalty, it will always end in your death, either spiritual or natural. And that is why we are seeing literally men who were disloyal to their country have been sentenced to death. It is, that is the end. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of how soon will this verdict, you, will you be judged and found guilty of disloyalty. It's only a question of time. How soon, how fast is the case going? But otherwise, this is the end of all disloyalty, death. And this morning, the beginning, the beginning of disloyalty is independence. Hallelujah. I didn't hear a good amen. amen. I didn't hear a good amen. amen. Tell somebody the beginning of disloyalty is independence. Is independence. Uh, I, I say, say it well. I didn't hear say it well. The beginning of disloyalty is independence. You see, independence is so it's so almost insignificant and it's so difficult to identify that many don't see it for what it is and it's like oh it's nothing it's not important but it's the beginning of the destruction there are eight stages and stage number one is the independence that is the beginning of the destruction of your life hallelujah let me tell you three things about small things I mean one thing about small things small things they grow and they become bigger and bigger and they cause more trouble so independence is often a small thing this is what the prophet says in his book the independent stage is so subtle that most people don't recognize it for what it is It is disloyalty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is disloyalty. It is is so easy to just forget it and say it's nothing. But this morning, I want to show you five expressions of independence. Hallelujah. Five expressions of independence. Number one, Numbers chapter 16. And verse 12, I'm giving you five signs, five, five ways to recognize an independent person or an independent spirit when he's around you. Number one, and are you with me? Tell somebody five signs. Five signs. Show him five signs. five signs. Number one, and Moses sent to call Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, which said, what they say, we will not come. We will not come. The first sign of an independent person is that you cannot call him and make him come when he has not planned to come. You can't. look, if I like go to uh, um, go to Edom or Kedetia and see some small boy there and call a small boy, small boy come. Will he mind you? Why? He's not your nothing. He's not your nothing. The first sign of an independent spirit is that you cannot call him. And I want you to mark church members who you cannot call for a meeting. Choristers, they are number one culprits. They, you do choir practice. Hey, choir practice. How many collectors come for choir practice? None came. None. Do you know something? Last week, I was here for choir practice, and there were three of them. I said, okay, three have come. Well, not too bad. On stage, I see four or five. So three have come. Three over five is about 60%. Take it like that. True or not true? Yeah, I mean, 60%. What is it? Is it C or what? C C plus. It's not too bad, C+. Until I was browsing the internet, the, the, the Facebook, no, and WhatsApp, then I saw the choir page. When I look, 23 members. 23 members on the page, and only three came. What does that tell you? Most didn't come. And you see, a lot of people, they are told about meetings, they are told about activities, but they don't come. And the reason is, I'm at home, I'm busy. I'm doing something else. That I didn't come is the beginning of disloyalty. You'll be surprised. Yeah. Look, tell neighbour. Church members. Oh, tell neighbour. Church members who don't come for meetings, they are independent. Many church members were home last week asking about. Excuse me, please. I'm sorry. Not you, but you. Last week, where were you? Excuse me please. Not you but last but you. You see, last week many members were not here, they were at home doing what? Nothing. Doing nothing. It is a sign of independence that you cannot come regularly to a meeting. What is expected of a student or a worker is that you appear every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for classes or for work. Even workers who are asked to come to work on Saturday or Sunday or students on Sunday, they appear. Every time you are expected to appear, they appear. How come church members choose when they go to church? Please ask me about Please tell me, how come church members choose when they go to church? Eh, no, 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 no. It's the beginning signs of independence i go when i like how many here here have woke up one day i don't feel like it and you didn't go to church can i see your hand you woke up one day please let's be honest let's be honest Uh, put our hands down then we start again we start again how many here one day you woke up your legs were working your hand was working there was light there was water everything was working but you said I don't feel like it. I'm not going to church. Can I see your hand? Uh, more hands are going up. A few more are left. But it doesn't matter. We we'll take it like that. The stubborn ones have their hand still down. Yeah, still down. Yeah. It it you see, there is nothing wrong with you, but on that day, I don't feel like complying with what is expected of me. That is independence. It's like it's, and you see, because you oh, I did it once. I didn't stop church after I'm here today, so I'm not too bad. I mean there are fornicators, they are liars, they are st- st- thieves, they are adulterers in church. Me, I only skip one church. It's not too bad. Is it too bad? It's not too bad. It's, it's just uh, one, one, one time something being. I woke up this morning and say, "Hey, my brother, uh, boys, our brother, uh, let me just stay home." and rest and then today is a very important match manchester against somebody i want to watch it it is the beginning of disloyalty hallelujah number one is those who you cannot call they refuse to obey those who refuse to obey amen number two matthew 21 And verse 28. Please make note of these things. that are very important what I'm sharing with you. And what think he? A certain man had two sons. And he came and said to the first son, Son, go work today in my vineyard. And he answered, I will not. But afterwards he repented. That's what we are looking for, Repentance. He repented and went. That's a beautiful, clap for that son. Clap for him. He he repented and he went. He obeyed his father's instruction. But look at verse 30. Then he came to the second and said likewise, son, go and work today in my vineyard. And what did he say? What did he say? Hey, I cannot hear you. What did he say? I I go, sir, but went not. How many have said, I will be there, but didn't go? Can I see your hand again? You have said, I will be there. That is a sign of, you see, a man who promises and keeps the promise to his own heads. Many of us make promises that we don't keep at all. I have seen the choir discussing. Today's the choir is there, I don't know why. The choir discussing on the page, let's meet at this time for rehearsal. They discuss, they agree, they meet. And no one comes. And no one comes. We, you know, one of the interesting things is in church, when they announce the wedding. Hey, wedding, wedding, wedding. Then the whole church will be clapping. Hey, they are happy. But on the wedding day, not one of them who are clapping turn up. True or not true? They, when they were clapping, what were they saying? I support, I believe, is a good idea, but when the day of the wedding arrives, not one of them appears. One day, some young man was having his wedding in this church. He came from a different branch, and I think they were from different branches, and he said, "I will have it here on Saturday." I said, "Brah, <laughs> Because what you are where you are coming from. Not too many will come. He said, oh, no, no, no. When they announced it, they were all cheering. I said, you are young. You are new. Let's go and have it in the small hall upstairs. He says, no, 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 no. We want to do it here. It will be a nice wedding. You know, I can't insist. as if I'm trying to spot the wedding. So when he said, oh, you will do it here. I said, okay. We'll do it here. And we did it here. How many came? About 17 people came. I mean, just this small area of the hall was here. He was shocked. And I said, When they are clapping, <laughs> when they are clapping and they are saying, Yay, it means nothing. Sir, so I go, but went not. Many people say they will do things but they don't do. That is the beginning of an independence. You can't tell me what to do. You can't make me do what you want to do. No, 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 no. I do what I like. So I said I will come. But when I wake up and I change my mind, I won't come. When I decide that I'm not going again, I won't go again. You can't force me. Amen. Number three. What's number one? What's number one? A, you can't, those who refuse to obey. Number one, those who refuse to obey. Number two, those who ob- agree to obey but don't. That's an independent spirit. Uh, you see, I'm preaching this morning for you to check yourself. Amen check yourself that am i independent am i am i independent am i a sheep in this house or am i a goat in the house or am i a snake in the house can i be told the lord is my shepherd i shall not want he makes me can i and he leads me and he make can can i be led can i be made to do something i haven't planned to do can i can I be told to come for a meeting and I will come by force? Number three, John 20, 20. John 20 verse 19. And the same day at even, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled, came Jesus and stood in the midst of them, Jesus appeared to the disciples when they were all in their room. Hallelujah. Verse 22. And when he had said this, he breathed on them. Wow. I would like that. Jesus to blow on me. And he said, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. The second time they received the Holy Ghost, or the first time. Look at 24. But Thomas, one of the 12, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. How many know Thomas's nickname? How many know Thomas' nickname? Doubting Thomas. Doubting Thomas. When the disciples all said that Jesus has come, he says to me, I don't believe. I don't believe. Because he was not there, at a meeting. And that made him a bit different from the other disciples. Amen? Listen to this. Every meeting you miss, tap it and tell them. Every service you miss, every meeting you miss, you become a little different. Do you understand me? Every time there's a service going on here. Every time there's a convention, there's a program that is being held in church. Tap your neighbor. Tell him oh, on the shoulder, tell them every service you miss, every program you miss, you become a little different from everybody else. You change a little. You believe less. You are not any longer as correct as you should be. You are not. Because you missed a service. And you see, this is the point. It's a small... You see, when you miss one service, what have you missed? Nothing after all. It is recorded. It's on YouTube, Facebook. But you will not go back and listen. You will not go back and listen. And... That message that you missed, that point, that one part out that you missed, that is the part. Satan knows exactly what you need to make you a complete servant of God, and that is why he will find the right time to distract you. I got a message a few days ago from a friend. She was driving. How many drive? Yeah, you drive. She was driving. When you are driving, rarely do you keep your eye fixed on the road. You look around, enjoying the world. True or not true? She was driving. Then, at the wrong time, tell somebody at the wrong time, she looked left. At the time she looked left, the driver in front pressed the brakes. What happened? Pine. <laughs> I mean, we look left, right all the time. Only my auntie, I remember, she drives like this. Only my auntie. She holds the steering wheel like iron rod and the eye straight, Drive like this. Ah, I remember her. But all of us, as you are driving, you are chatting, looking left, looking right, and then you drive small, look left, then see your friend. You wave, then you are driving. It's not a problem. Is it a problem? It's not a problem. But when you look left at the wrong time, and you are too close, and, and the guy to in front of somebody crosses him at the wrong time, very expensive. Very expensive. And when you miss one meeting at the wrong time. That meeting was made for you. That meeting was when God would address something in your life. That meeting was when God was going to change something a little inside you, make you a better person. That meeting was very important. Then you miss that meeting. Then you miss that meeting. That's how come you change just a little bit because of an independent spirit can't draw you into that thing. Hallelujah. I uh, have five minutes more. Number four. Number four. John 13. We are closing in a few minutes. And verse 29. For some of them, thoughts. You see, okay, verse 28. This is Jesus with the disciples at the. T- 27. And Jesus said to him, What thou doest, do quickly. Okay, 28. Now no man at the table knew for what intent he spake this unto him. 29. For some of them thought that, where am I? Some of them thought that because Judas had the bag, that Jesus had said unto him, Buy those things, they were assumed that Jesus had, had sent John. To go and do something there, it was an assumption. Verse thirty. But he, having received the sop, went out immediately, and it was night. You see, what what we are what we are seeing now is that Judas was with the disciples. They were all together in the in the um, meeting. And halfway through the meeting, Judas got up and left. Halfway through the meeting. The meeting hadn't ended. He was still there with the disciples. He had just washed their feet, spoken to them, done everything. And then in the meeting, Judas got up and went out. And it was night. Tell your neighbor, every time you leave a meeting before the end, please type your neighbor and tell them, Every time, every time you leave a meeting before the end, something is changing inside you. You are missing something. Something that is very important that is supposed to make you a better person has gone. And suddenly you are left out. Amen. Are you listening to me? Something has been, you have been robbed of something. That's what it means hallelujah that's what it means and all the you see when you see this what are the four signs what are the four signs what's time sign number one those who refuse to obey what's sign number two please please just pay attention what's time number two those who agree to uh, obey but don't what's sign number three Those who are not there, those who are not there for meetings, Thomas wasn't there when Jesus arrived. Those who are not there for meetings, they become a little different. God has lost an opportunity to correct something in your life. And listen, we all need correction. None of us are perfect. True or not true? As you sit here looking very nice, if I bring a magnifying glass to examine you, I will see many faults and imperfections in your dressing and in you. And number four is what? Pardon? What's number four? Stay till the end. Stay till the end. Many times I've been to meetings, people just get up and walk out of the room. They just get up and say, I'm I'm tired. And they are going, and they just walk out of a room and they are gone. No, that's not how it is. You're supposed to stay till the end. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Disloyalty, it begins very small. It begins almost in a way that is not significant. When you have a choir we all wearing black shoes. And one person comes wearing blue shoes. Is it a problem? Is it a problem? It is. But it may seem like it's not a, I mean, oh, what is black shoe, blue shoe? Why are you making such a fuss of our shoes? No. It's showing you your mind works differently. And you don't accept what we are doing. It means we can't tell you what to do. It means you're an independent person in the midst of us. That's what it means. Hallelujah. And this morning may that spirit be driven out of this house. I don't know why you're not playing. You're waiting for me to come and play myself. I'll come and play myself. I think I can't play. I can play, tong ting, tong. It can work. Listen, may you be a loyal follower of Jesus Christ until the very end. May you not ever deviate from the calling with which you were called. May you never come short of that calling. I want to lift your hand this morning. I want to stand to your feet. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you Jesus This is my desire This is my Zana for this purpose what the Son of God manifested that He might destroy all the works of the devil. And John tells us for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten Son that whosoever believes in him should not perish. This morning we are here to prevent perishing. And if you are here this morning you are not sure where you'll go when you die. You want to go to heaven. That is your aim. That is your plan. That's your desire. I really want to go to heaven. But I'm not sure how to get there. How? Whether I'll be there. Every head bowed. Every eye closed. I want to say Pastor please pray for me. I want to go to heaven. I want to know Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Because he said I am the way, the truth and the life. No man comes to the Father, but by me. And this morning, wherever you are, you want to say, Pastor, please show me the way to heaven. Show me how to be sure that when I leave this earth, I'll be in heaven. It's only one way, by Jesus. You're here. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You're not sure you're born again. Do me a favor. Just lift your right hand. Just lift your right hand. Just your right hand. Thank you. Just your right hand. Lift it up high. Lift it up high. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I want to go to heaven, but I'm not sure. But this morning, Pastor, this opportunity, I want to take it. Listen, if your hand is lifted, just come to me. Just, just come. Just come to the front. If your hand is raised, just come. So, Clap, clap, clap. it's a great thing that we are seeing this morning This morning. I want to pray with you. Please pray after me. And anybody here want to rededicate yourself to Jesus? Once again, pray this prayer with me. Shall we pray? Dear Jesus, today I come to you just as I am. Lord Jesus, forgive me all my sins, all my wickedness. Wash them away with your sacrifice on Calvary cross. Change my heart. Give me a new heart. One that will love you and serve you all my days. Prepare a place for me in heaven by your side. And write my name the book of life. Today, I give my heart to Jesus. Today, I invite Jesus come into my life. And today, I am born again. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus to save me. And Jesus, thank you so much for every soul that hears and follows for these who today stand here to confess your name before this house. Change us to become more and more like you. Cause us to follow hard after you in all that we do. Thank you so very much in Jesus.